Tighe's disco single is a tonic for troubled times. Article by Suzanne Pender. A theatrical disco fantasy could prove the perfect antidote to our times right now, wrapped up in the brilliant showmanship of Carlos Tighe Griffin. Tighe will release his debut single, Space Love, on Friday the 30th of April, an intergalactic odyssey that combines musicianship with his creative flair. The title Space Love is a metaphor for the otherworldly emotions we dream of encountering when we find true love, explains Tighe. I've written so many pessimistic songs about love, I needed to escape my negative mindset and create a colourful and hopeful outlook on love and the world itself. Son of Art and Mary Griffin, Nee Delaney, Tighe's incredible musical talent is well known locally, a talent he has further honed in recent years with his creative performances and exciting self-expression. He is currently studying jazz and contemporary music performance at DCU, and took the time during the lockdown to develop as a musician and performer. Tighe debuted Space Love at BIMM's Institute's Love and Lyrical event. The BIMM Institute Dublin is one of eight colleges across Europe that not only nurtures talent, but also enables future generations to find their place within the music industry. Tighe's theatrical performance caught the attention of the college executives, who provided him with the opportunity to record Space Love in BIMM's on-campus studio. Drawing musical inspiration from legendary artists such as Queen, Elton John, Abba and Lady Gaga, Tighe's self-produced orchestral disco fantasy brings you the pinnacle of his showmanship and musicality. Tighe had the opportunity of performing Space Love to a worldwide audience in Global Pride 2020, as well as Ireland's own digital pride. It's an escape to an alternative world that's big, bright and beautiful, giving people positivity, he adds. Tighe hopes to continue Space Love's national and international success upon its official release later this month. A video for Space Love has also been recorded and will be released on the 28th of May alongside Space Love, the extended version. Featuring a host of local faces, the band, dancers and all involved in the music video's production hail from Carlo, which is a huge source of pride for Tighe. He also received huge support from designer Brendan Byrne, who gave him great tips and advice on designing and creating his own costumes. I definitely wanted to base the music video in Carlo. There's really immense talent here, said Tighe. It also gives me great pride to know that my hometown is seeing my artistry and for people to know that Carlo can be and is diverse, colourful and proud. O'Dowd to star in Tony 10 movie. Article by Suzanne Pender. Hollywood star Chris O'Dowd has taken an option on the book written by Carlo man Tony O'Reilly, recounting his extraordinary story of gambling 10 million euro and losing it all. Star of the hit comedy The IT Crowd and box office smash Bridesmaids, Chris O'Dowd, along with Treasure Entertainment producers Rob Walpole and Rebecca O'Flanagan, have taken an option on Tony's book, Tony 10, The Astonishing Story of the Postman Who Gambled 10 Million Euro and Lost It All, which was released in 2018 and was co-written by Sunday Independent columnist Declan Lynch. The option gives them the rights to make a Tony 10 movie. 
It's still very much in the early stages and might never come to light. It depends on the appetite for it, funding and things like that, Tony told the Nationalist yesterday, Monday. The main reason I wrote the book was to create more awareness of the huge issue of gambling and to get people talking about it and how a one euro bet can end up where I did. If the movie is made, it would get the message out there to a wider audience and make even more people aware of the dangers of gambling, he added. In July 2011, Tony hit the headlines when he stole a staggering 1.75 million euro from Unpust in the branch he ran in Gorey County Wexford. Tony's life imploded, his family, home and job gone, exposing the post office branch manager's darkest secret. His life had become utterly gripped by a compulsive need to gamble. It later emerged that from the day Tony set up his online betting account with Paddy Power under the name Tony10 in February 2003, to the day his account was closed in June 2011, he had staked a total of €10,490,460.60. When his fraud from Ampust was discovered, Tony went on the run to Northern Ireland, a surreal act of a desperate man which ultimately led to his discovery, conviction and sentencing to four years in jail. Ten years on, Tony is now a qualified addiction counsellor with Extern Problem Gambling, which gives talks in schools and to groups about gambling addiction and also provides individual counselling. Tony's book and story has reached out to so many faced with a gambling addiction, while knowing he is helping others remains the prime motivation behind Tony's decision to write the book and speak out. Even with this, taking an option on the book, it's something I had to sit with for a long time, because it has implications for others. Chris O'Dowd said he wanted to bring it to a wider audience because it is an important story to tell. Declan had a similar view, this will bring the story to a totally different audience and highlight what is a huge problem in Ireland and abroad, said Tony. I'm not ashamed of the addiction, but I am ashamed of what I've done. It wasn't me, but if this can help others, that's what it's all about, he added. Brexit fallout means Carlo Mann will have no driving licence. Article by Michael Tracy. A Carlo man says he faces breaking the law as he is set to be left without a driving licence for almost six months. Craig Doby, who lives in Michel and has been driving for 35 years, has been told that he will not receive an Irish licence until the 28th of May, despite making an application in late December. I have to drive. They are going to force me to break the law, he said. I have been told I am not getting it until the 28th of May. It's basically left me without a mode of transport in rural Ireland for six months. Mr Dobie, along with all other UK licence holders who are resident in Ireland, was legally required to get an Irish licence due to Brexit. He submitted an application online to the National Driving Licence Service, the NDLS, and posted off his UK licence. He expected to wait 12 weeks based on information on the licence body's website. However, April came and there was still no word, prompting Mr. Doby to ring the NDLS. What he heard astounded him. He said he was told the NDLS had not received his application until the 28th of February. When he challenged this, 
He says he was told that the application was only opened by the NDLS on the 28th of February. They are taking the 28th of February as the time to start from, he said. It's the biggest cop-out I've ever heard. It's ridiculous. How long does it take them to open emails? Mr Dobie understands the process includes validating his UK licence with the UK authorities. That should take a phone call. Why is that taking six months, he added. With a child attending school in Carlow and another at university in Minute, Mr Dobie faces a dilemma. His insurance needs to be renewed shortly and he will need to produce a licence. It's either break the law or stay in the house and starve, he said. It's 15 kilometres to a bus stop. The nearest bus stop is in Bunclody or Bagnallstown. The Nationalist contacted the NDLS for comment, but received no response. Gardaí seek hit and run driver, article by Elizabeth Lee. Gardaí are investigating a collision that occurred on Saturday the 10th of April on the Castle Dermot Balting Glass Road between 8am and 8.30am in which one of the drivers involved failed to remain at the scene. Gardaí want to speak to the driver of what they believe to be a grey-silver Audi with possibly a 2012 number plate. There was a body kit on this car and the passenger wing mirror was missing. The front of the car was also damaged. Anyone with information who can assist with the investigation is asked to contact Castle Dermot Garda Station on 059-91-44-112, the Garda Confidential Telephone Line on 1800-666-111 or any Garda Station. Gael Kalashta gets green light for major extension. Article by Suzanne Pender. The green light has been given to a major extension at Gael Kalashta Caharlach, which will also enhance facilities for students with additional needs. Significant funding has been approved under the Additional Accommodation Scheme 2021 for Gael Kalashta Caharlach for a build which consists of two general classrooms a textiles room, a music room, a construction studies room with prep area, a science lab with a prep area, and two special needs classrooms. The addition gives students with special needs the opportunity to attend mainstream school and encourage greater inclusivity. The funding was warmly welcomed this week by Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor. Fire crews battle significant blaze on Mount Leinster. Article by Suzanne Pender Firefighters battled a significant gorse fire at Mount Leinster last Tuesday night that was dangerously driven by strong winds and was visible right across the county. Eleven firefighters from Bagnallstown Fire Station spent hours tackling the fast-moving blaze which began close to the car park at the Nine Stones area of Mount Leinster. We were alerted to the gorse fire at 9.27pm and on approach we could see the fire from a long distance back, explained Liam Carroll, Acting Chief Fire Officer. It was a significant gorse fire, and the strong northerly winds that night also influenced the behaviour of the fire, which was spreading very quickly. The dark conditions, steep slopes and slippery uneven surfaces contributed to the dangerous situation for Carlow County Fire and Rescue Service as they battled the blaze which was moving at jogging speed across the mountain. By approximately midnight the gorse fire was extinguished 
a passing snow shower conveniently helping firefighters to put out its remnants. Mr Carroll pointed to Section 40 of the Wildlife Act, which prohibits burning between the 1st of March and 31st of August, and clearly states it is an offence to do so. Yet, despite numerous appeals by Carlow County Fire and Rescue Service, a number of individuals continue to intentionally light fires on Mount Leinster and the Blackstairs Mountains. Mr Carroll was also critical of the long-term damage caused to one of Carlow's premier beauty spots. As well as being damaging to plant and animal life, these fires release enormous volumes of smoke, carbon dioxide and other pollutants which are harmful to the atmosphere, he said. They destroy the vegetation to the clay, which also has implications for erosion and creates an unsightly scar on the landscape, which takes months to recover from. Mr Carroll also urged members of the public to contact the fire service if they observe a fire on the mountain. We know the gorse fire on Tuesday night was burning for a while before we arrived, so I would urge the public not to be afraid to dial 999. Don't just assume someone else will make the call, he said. Life-saving defibrillator installed at Green Lane. Article by Suzanne Pender. The potential to save a life is now a 24-7 reality at Green Lane, Carlow. A 24-hour public access defibrillator was installed this week at the ESB premises on Green Lane, thanks to an initiative between the company and the Carlow Town Community First Responders. ESB Carlow kindly agreed to place its AED outside its premises on Green Lane with Carlow Town Community First Responders, then purchasing the heated outdoor cabinet, making this project a reality. The code is accessible by dialing 999 and it's available 24 hours a day, explained Caroline Dargan of Carlow Town Community First Responders. This is our third defibrillator. The others are at Circle K on the Tullow Road and at the entrance to Din Ree at Tullow Street. We also will have another one shortly in Greg Cullen, she added. Our aim is to roll out as many public access AEDs as possible. This is only the start. We want to enable as many people as possible to save lives. The first local responders also aim to get back to giving demonstrations on CPR once restrictions are lifted and they are continually fundraising to ensure greater numbers of AEDs across the town. It would be lovely if other businesses who have defibrillators would agree to place them outside their premises and we could sponsor the cabinet, said Caroline. An accessible, well-lit location with good security is always selected, ensuring that vandalism isn't an issue. Any business interested in this collaboration with Carlow Town Community First Responders can contact the group on its Facebook page. New Defibrillator for Tullow Road Area, article by Elizabeth Lee. The Tullow Road area of Carlow Town has just received a new 24-hour accessible defibrillator thanks to Carlow Lions Club, Circle K and the Council. Lions Club member Joe Costigan was appointed to oversee the provision of a defibrillator in the town and, after some consultation with the Cahirloch of Carlow County Council, Tom O'Neill, they chose the Tullow Road as the location. Because of the amount of housing estates on the Tullow Road, this area warranted a defibrillator with a 24-7 facility and security, explained Joe. They approached the manager of the Circle K Centra, Lee Bogle, who supported the project. 
Mick Lyons from Carlow First Responders was then contacted and was delighted about the site and its facility. Funding for the defibrillator came from the council and Carlow First Responders provided the special housing for the equipment, while the Lions Club and Circle K covered the balance. Carlow Lions President Shane Keneally, Mayor of Carlow Fergal Brown and Cahirloch O'Neill launched the project last week, while members of the First Responder Group gave a demonstration of how the equipment works. The residents in the area are now reassured that they have access to the life-saving device 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. It will be located at the Circle K Centra store on the Tullow Road.